I want to begin with a warning today. I'm going to talk about money. So um, <laughs> if you like to separate your use of money from your spiritual practice and maybe just block your ears for the next five minutes or something, or have a little nap. <laughs> when we look to people uh, who were close to God right throughout the ages, one of the common qualities that they witness is generosity. Um, certainly generosity in, in time, uh, generosity in the in the um, in the use of talents for, for others and, and for the for the kingdom of God, but but also very much and necessarily uh, generosity in uh, the use of their treasures of of, of their finances. Uh, this is very apparent both in in the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Acts, the apostles, when we we read the birth of the church, we see the incredible generosity of people. Giving for the, for the for, for for those who had who didn't have much, or, or for the for the work of the church. Now, part of this generosity flowed out of a moral duty, right? God's people from the very beginning have been called to 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 serve as God's stewards. We we, we recognise that uh, everything that we have ultimately comes from God. It's, it's been entrusted to us for a purpose that's beyond ourselves. Yes, God provides for us personally, but he also wants us to be stewards of what he gives us. He uses us to distribute his goods uh, for for his purposes, right? To support the poor, to to uh, advance his um, his mission in the world, the proclamation of the good news the healing of his people, freedom, salvation. So our financial generosity is a necessary way that we express our love for God and for others, right? But our giving is not just out of moral obligation. It also has a very important spiritual value attached to it. And we see one, one way that we see this is uh, through the Old Testament practice of tithing. There were different types of tithes, but basically in the Old Testament, there was a practice of tithing uh, your first 10% back to God. So the first 10% of the produce of your land, your, your cattle, your uh, wheat or whatever it may be was, was given uh, to the temple, was given to the priests and, and for the people, right? Um, and, and there was a practical purpose to that, of course. It was to provide for the needs of the temple and the priests and the people and the worship and, and all of that. Um, but the, the tithe was also a constant reminder for people that God was their faithful provider and that God's provision was not just for them. That, that regular tithe, you know, giving God that first portion back uh, help them to detach from placing too much of their security in worldly goods, right? It was a, it was a constant reminder for them that, that God is my security and God is my only security. Everything I have is just, is just part of what God is giving me, yes, for myself, but also to, be, to, to steward uh, the work of God around me. Now, if we fast forward to the New Testament, Although some churches still follow this principle of tithing, it, it doesn't seem to be a, a real clear uh, encouragement to tithe. Uh, but what is very clear in the New Testament is um, uh, 
more than an encouragement, really. It's, it's, it's more of, a, you could say, it's a mandate to, to, to give generously. And we see it right throughout the New Testament. To, to be good stewards, to give sacrificially to God and for God's purposes. And that brings us to our first reading today uh, from St. Paul. Now, uh, you know, when we're giving, uh, we're always going to give according to our circumstances in life, our situations. We can never sort of give one, um, one way or one kind of amount um, uh, you know, for everyone to follow, but I, I just wanted to offer a few principles that we can draw from uh, St. Paul's word to us today. The first principle in, when we, with our financial giving is um, that we, we should avoid giving from just out of duty or out of fear. You know, if I don't give, God will punish me or, <laughs> you know, I'll give because I've got to give, you know. We should avoid that as best we can and, and, and try uh, to allow our giving to come out of a heart that recognises uh, God's generosity towards us. All of that God has given us, way more than we need, more, more often than not, right? <laughs> uh, so we, by, by remembering that and allowing that, that, that gratitude to, to sort of well up in our hearts, we give from that place. St Paul says today, uh, each one should give what he has decided in his own mind, not grudgingly or because he is made to, for God loves a cheerful giver. So first principle, first and foremost, that our giving should come flow out of a heart of gratitude, a, a, a recognition that everything we have is God's gift to us, and we just we want to allow that gift to flow through us, not stop with us. Right? The second principle is to um, ask God to lead you in your giving. Our tendency uh, is just to give what we can easily spare, right? <laughs> we, 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 want, you know, we give to the degree that we're comfortable, that it won't sort of hurt us or it won't make us feel, you know, um, I don't know, a bit kind of insecure or something. But, but when, when we give just to the degree that we're comfortable in giving, we, we, I think we, we're in, in danger of missing out on the spiritual value of giving. Giving should cost us something. We should feel something of the pinch of our giving. When we give to the point that we're a little uncomfortable, it requires more trust in God, doesn't it? It really becomes a sacrifice then, not just something we do because it makes us feel a little better. <laughs> it becomes a sacrifice. And, and, and here's the thing. It's that sacrifice. It's, it's that trust that we place in God when we give generously that opens us up to a deeper level of God's blessing. And that's what Paul's getting at today. Thin sowing means thin reaping. The more you sow, the more you reap. He will make sure that you will always have all you need for yourselves in every possible circumstances and still have something to spare for all sorts of good works. The one who provides seed for the sow and bread for the food will provide you with the seed you want and make your harvest of good, your good deeds a larger one. So there's, there's this idea that Paul, I think, is trying to impress is um, that as we, as we put ourselves out there, in as we give generously, yes, finances, but also other, you know, in other ways, um, that requires a certain level of trust in the Lord. It, it really, um, we put ourselves into, we open ourselves to God's providence 
as we give in that generous way. And, and, and that providence, um, Paul is saying today, will bless us in far greater ways than what we give up. You know, we can never outgive God, never. So, my encouragement, if, if this has kind of challenged you a little bit today in your own giving, um, is just to start with a small step. You know, maybe if you're giving however much a week or, or whatever, um, uh, try and just give a little bit more or to the degree that it makes you a little bit uncomfortable and then just see what happens. See if what Paul is saying here is true. See if it does open you up to a new level of God's blessing, that it, it enables you to grow deeper in your, in your, um, in your union with God, Is it, if it helps you to let go of something of that unhealthy attachment to, to, to worldly goods. See what happens. And then you might be ready to take another step.